So this morning, instead of coffee, honey, I am enjoying a room temperature diet Pepsi. Or as I called it yesterday and upset you, diet cola. Oh. <laughs> oh. My said, grandmother, you Virginia Smithers, used to call it code cola. Or well, pop. cola is it, brand back. neutral. Cola. Well, cola. Well, in some parts of the country, people say cola to mean like any kind of soda. Yes, but not this part of the country. Well, no, but I don't mean any kind of soda. I specifically mean cola. Right. Like a Coca-Cola, a Pepsi-Cola, or well, co- a Market Basket brand cola, whatever it is. I Cola. <laughs> no, but that's... Just don't say that. That's a specific type of... It's generic Coke. Right, it's like it's just like, call it a Q-tip, you know, <laughs> rather than an easing ear swab, you know. <laughs> no, but um, it's so, it's so antiquated. I sent you to the store asking for cola. I said I don't care what brand because I actually enjoy like the Market Basket brand or the generic or whatever. I don't really care. Like you're a copyright attorney. You want to make sure <laughs> there are sensitivities out there. I have to be. You know what you are. Well, your food. Politically correct. <laughs> well, it is true that um, I do sometimes write copy for my job, so I do have to be aware of things like that, that you can't like say Super Bowl, you have to say the big game, or you can't say the Oscars, you have to say, yeah. you know, red carpet ready or whatever. Right. Um, Our universe of <laughs> food and drinks at the Market Basket is far less litigious, Alice. <laughs> and it's just, you know what, it, it, it just... It's this weird thing that, like, you've connected 2023 to 1956 when, you, when you've done that. Well, you know why I creepy. say cola, though, and I tried to explain it to you yesterday, but you didn't listen to me, mm-hmm. is that I actually prefer Pepsi over Coke. I'm one of those weirdos. Got no problem with that. My dad was a Pepsi guy. And not diet Pepsi, obviously. I don't even know if they had it when he was drinking it. But, but um... I have no problem with that. I of the two, I think Coke is a little sweeter, so I like No, it. it's actually the opposite. Oh, it so, is. Oh, okay. Well, the, I find this interesting. No, well, I'm just saying it might be interesting, but it's uh, subjective what is sweeter. No, it's not actually subjective no, what's oh, it's sweeter. Oh, it's not. Yes, no, no, I find Coke to be sweeter. It's more like cinnamony. But anyway, um but that's the reason why, because you know how Pepsi for a while did the whole thing where they like taste test the Pepsi. I do. The um, Pepsi challenge. The Pepsi challenge, right? And people like Pepsi better. And people do actually like Pepsi better in small amounts. <laughs> but it's because it's sweeter. It tastes sweeter to people and they like it more like in a small amount. But to drink a lot of it, a lot of pe- like people end up preferring Coke because it's not as sweet specifically. It's more balanced flavor. That's I mean, okay. That's what I've heard it's, tell. Anyway, I don't, Alice. I like I told Coke you before. Coke is known in the food industry for having a lot of what's called amplitude, where it has like a really good balance of flavors, and like no one flavor stands out too much. It's very hard to like isolate one taste out of it. Anyway. Who does who does the amplitude determinations? I don't know. I read about this in a food science article one time, so now I'm an expert on it. Um, but, but I actually, I isn't actually there a drink called Amp. Uh, yeah, I think there was. It, mm. I want to say I think it's a high mm. caffeine beverage, like Jolt yeah. or something. Um, but I it makes sense though that that would be true because I like Pepsi better and I have a massive sweet tooth. Gotcha. You know, and I prefer diet of both actually. Because it doesn't make my teeth feel all sticky. Really? 
Yeah, don't you hate that feeling when you're drinking Coke and like your teeth like gum up against each other? Ugh. All There's I know is that when I drink that, diet, I don't like anything that. with Coke, I, I, it's a different animal. It's like it's. Feels like I'm drinking something with like ivermectin. No, it <laughs> I like all diet colas. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, it, it, I like it, all diet colas, but I let me tell you something. Prefer lady, diet uh, Pepsi. Uh-huh. Having been a bartender before mm-hmm. for functions, anyway, there's a certain there's a diet coke kind of person out there. Rum and diet, please. And um, it's not my kind of person. I'll just put that there. It's weird because I don't really like other diet sodas. Like I would never get a diet ginger ale or a diet anything else but um something about maybe it's just because like colas are so high sugar that well there's more amplitude in a diet um i don't know but i just love diet pepsi always have it's like so light and fresh and sweet and bubbly and like it's just the people who stock it must be like mad at you (laughs) i remember when i used to work at white hen pantry there was like one person a month would buy the diet cherry seven up <laughs> caffeine free and be like, man, you never, you almost never have to stock it. Except for that one person who would buy it, it would get dusty. Mm-hmm. Well, our poor uh, package store was like the only place where we could find this specific uh, brand of seltzer. It was like the Michelob Ultra organic seltzers specifically yeah. that were um, like a zero sugar one and um, it didn't have like artificial sweeteners in them. So that was like allowed on Awaken 180 and none of the other seltzer brands were allowed when you're in the program, right? So this was like the only packy where we could find it and they had it like in a special spot in the back just for us because we would come in and get like one box every day or two. And lo and behold, that I got pregnant and we stopped buying them. So they probably still have that stack of them like There's in no their doubt. freezer. There's no doubt because they didn't, they didn't ever put it up front because none of it would ever move. It was never seen. We had to Nobody, walk into the yeah. cooler. And- yeah, they told us. They were like, it's back in the cooler. Just go in the cooler. It's back here. This is your guys' special stack yeah. right here. They the like People weren't us. allowed in the cooler because you had to walk through like their business room, you know, yeah. with all the like... Uh- they were like, just come back here, guys. This is where you find it. And like now it's just sitting there i, I think know. he asked you about it the first time you went he back did, after I that you were pregnant and he said well congratulations and he, well, he's mostly he was upset but. so so i mean have you did you stop going back to that packy uh, because much. you're afraid to face them now because i can't look them in the eye <laughs> and their stack of michelob ultra seltzers can't look them in the eyes so yeah no that's tough when you're like the only person who has something well apparently too, have you ever done that with a store by the way i have where you you like develop a relationship because you're the one person who gets something all the time. Yeah, or actually, one place we asked somebody to buy to get something. Um, a little place called in Beacon Hill, next to the old C. Well, mm-hmm. was Phillips, but then became CVS on the corner of Cambridge and Charles Street. My brother and I moved into our apartment in the year two thousand. Um, and it was a little like gourmet food store, and we said, "Can you get like sambal sauce, like the rooster?" chili hot thai chili stuff uh sauce and he said uh, sure sure you guys uh, will buy it i'll order it so he ordered it and we bought it and then we were pressured to keep buying it yeah because you can't let right. them down once you tell them to order something right and i was trapped and then they, <laughs> then they started selling beer too so i went there for beer and i'd have to get beer and hot sauce yeah and- it's it's tough i mean i don't like 
and a part of it is because I'm a socially awkward millennial, but I feel like you're like this too. Like you're a little ahead of your time on being socially awkward and not liking human interaction mm, uh, for a Gen Xer. <laughs> um, but, um, but I hate anywhere that starts to like recognize me and know what I order and like have a really I don't want that anywhere I want us to pretend oh, this totally. is fully transactional totally. when I was a lifeguard at the Boston Sports Club in Lexington and um I would go to the McDonald's that's right down there in Bedford on Route 4 and um I would go there like every day for lunch and get um a Big Mac meal large with Diet Coke and um they started to know like it was like 752 yeah. or something but it was like the large number one diet coke and i came in and the girl was like oh large number one diet coke and i was like no oh, i'm yeah. ordering something else today well, I like i that. always that's reverse do. bullying because i've had that too where i would go to the best in the middle of watertown on arsenal street i think the best dunkin donuts in the world and this kid was so on point who was like essentially like the shift manager mm -hmm. that he'd get my order immediately it used to be like a iced coffee with a what do they used to call it the shot of espresso in the coffee at the, oh yeah a no, turbo shot turbo right turbo ice and then i had something from my <laughs> girlfriend at the time and he used to always say uh i got you i got you and he, he would before i had a chance to change the order so i would just have to get with it the, the normal <laughs> no <thing>. you're <laughs> stuck with it forever yeah the regular, well, sir? <laughs> yes, no, totally. Oh, no. the worst thing in the world huh. is down That's the street. That's like an old we school our, customer service. We were doing our um, weekend when we had the, mm -hmm. the organic stuff and then vodka we'd buy, I'd buy. Yeah. Is they said the usual at the packy, <laughs> which was the last time I've ever been to that particular one ever. You can't do that at a packy. You cannot say the usual. It's like having the customer of the month um, plaque up with your name on it at the whorehouse. Some places you don't, you can't do that. I know, you don't understand. I'm a wasp. There's yes. shame involved here. Yes. Hello, Mr. Alcoholic. Would you like your, how would you like us to divvy up your coping drugs today? Shall we play this game, sir, and pretend that you're uh, you know, just going to have a one today? Oh, man, it's so bad. Yeah, uh, no, I never want anybody to recognize. Just pretend you don't recognize right, me. Right, okay? exactly. Like, we all Actually, know it's that a goes sham. For, that goes for everywhere, you know, especially in my fatter days, which we'll get to, you know. You know that I'm buying the three boxes of Velveeta because I'm using one box and three cheeses. Like, let's... Just let me live it. Let's transact. And I let have a hundred open boxes of plain Velveeta yes. pasta on my shelf right now. Let me slink out of here in shame, please. Okay, it's day by day here. Okay, let's let's go. Oh, it's, yeah. Which brings me to the <sighs> reminds me of when I was. Uh, I don't know how blue I should work, but remember I told you that people wanted me to start getting them twenty years ago. Um, Viagra. So I had to go. Because all my dude friends were afraid to get it because they were real men and would never have that problem. <laughs> they all begged me to sell them to them. So I had to go to the <laughs> Cleveland Circumcision. Yes, I, I was the most impotent man in the Northeast as far as all these co-eds from BC knew. Because I, in, I'd go to the Cleveland Circle and keep ordering ED medication, very little of which I was taking. <clears throat> but all my friends were afraid to take it. And so the co-eds would be like, be like, oh, here comes a creepy, like, 28-year-old. And I'm like, 
Oh, he must really have, really have problems. Maybe he uh, should look into something, uh, a gender change or something. Oh, man. It became Pablo Escobar for um, for impotence. <coughs> all my friends. And you know, they, they would all, all say, oh, I don't have that problem. I don't have the problem. It's funny how many people don't have that problem. But as far yeah. as anybody knew in the Northeast, Viagra only Tom Shattuck. pretty well, though. <laughs> There seems to be one customer in the <laughs> New England area. He's extremely, extremely, acutely impotent. Yes, his name's Tom Shattuck. This is his picture. Appears to be doctor shopping. I was providing the Northeast. It was like, <sighs> okay. All right, Alice, you ready for this? Yes. Tell me if this rings a bell for you. Okay. Familiar with this? Uh, not really, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> you are missing a chunk of American <laughs> pop culture history, okay. Alice. My goodness. Alice is only 36, a <laughs> record show. So when this came out, she was negative four. There's Bruce. Okay. Stevie Wonder. This is We Are the World, the USA for Africa song. There was a time in the 80s where we all decided that we wanted to feed Ethiopia because they were starving. Okay. So we got together and did a whole bunch of things, including USA for Africa and the Live Aid concerts. That are, oh, hi. I've heard of that. Um, and this was Quincy Jones. He got together, the record producer, Quincy Jones, got, whose daughter is uh, that girl, Rashida Jones from The Office. Oh, okay. One of the top five most beautiful women who's ever lived, in my opinion. Um. Anyway, so all, all the stars got together and they recorded We Are the World. Seven minutes long, uh, very repetitive, but it was the thing. You had to love it back then. And so so we loved it. Anyway, the reason I bring that up is <clears throat> Dateline, Los Angeles, Quincy Jones out of the hospital after food-related health scare. Mm-hmm. After food-related health scare, what does that mean exactly? Quincy Jones is out of the hospital. The famed music producer was transported from his L.A. home to the emergency room on Saturday after a 911 call was made. A representative for Jones told TMZ after being treated for a bad reaction to food, he was released and in good spirits. So thankfully, Quincy, Quincy Jones will be all right. He is 90. He's worked with countless artists from Miles Davis to Ray Charles to Michael Jackson, producing uh, Jackson's Off the Wall, Thriller, and Bad. He also produced the charity anthem, We Are the World. Okay. Okay. So, Alice, Mike, and we're good. We're happy to hear that Quincy's all right. My question to you is, mm -hmm. have you had a food-related health scare? In other words, have you had food poisoning? If so, when, how? Talk to us. Does it have to be food poisoning or can it be any food-related health scare? <laughs> it has to be something that will make me want to ever touch you physically again still. <laughs> okay. Um. One time I got a fish bone stuck in my throat. Oh. Like just a teeny one, like one of those little like okay. hair like ones. And it was stuck in my throat and I was like coughing for days. Oh my goodness. So How I... old were you when this happened? <laughs> Embarrassingly too old to have this. <laughs> <laughs> was it like this year? <laughs> like in my twenties. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I would rather be getting my E D medication, I think, than 
I don't even know you ate fish on the pond. Are you okay? <laughs> yes. Well, normally I don't. Well, I can uh, see why. <laughs> I know. It's, <laughs> it's treacherous. <laughs> but um, I was at my boyfriend's house and they they. You're not still that. seeing this guy? <laughs> no. Oh, good, good. No. Which boyfriend? Jeff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You did debone this, Jeff, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, his parents' house. Anyway, so, um, and they served fish, and I had this bone. I would hope so. <laughs> it was actually eggplant parmesan, which makes it odd. <laughs> What are you <laughs> muting yourself for? You get right back on that mic. Get back in the mic. Nobody wants to hear me laughing. Okay. Yes, I do. Okay, so, and then finally, like, after days of, like, hacking around, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to the ER, and they just took it out with tweezers the fish <laughs> and bone. charged me, like, hundreds of dollars. <laughs> So, but I survived the great food-related injury of whatever year, probably like 2006. <laughs> so, have you ever had a food-related illness or injury? Fishbone. <laughs> no. No. I have, I have indeed. I have had, I had the, like, most, it was actually, all in all, a great uh, experience. I had a seafood salad food poisoning incident. It's the Ooh. stuff you buy at the grocery store. That scares me. Or that type of, those type right. of salads frighten me. Right, because, you know, it's it's the Pollock, the you know processed seafood, pretend crab meat, and mayo mixed up. Oh, yeah. So I was so looking forward to it because that stuff is so de delicious. And I got back. I lived in Salem at the time. I got back to my apartment. I started eating it. And almost immediately, I became really cold. I was like, this is weird. It's really <laughs> cold, and it's kind of a nice day out. And almost immediately, my my mood got sad. It's like, why am I cold and sad? It's weird as I'm chomping away at my at my fish. So both of us have fish related incidents. Um, and then <clears throat> I started to get sweaty. So I'm like, wow, I'm cold and hot at the same time. And then I had ten seconds to all ahead full uh projectile vomit and i rock and rolled 10 seconds later and the feeling went from so bad to so good immediately that it like made oh, my week post throwing up euphoria is like the absolute <laughs> best feeling in the world especially when you like feel horrible like or because we have a thousand kids and they give us every disease that anybody can have we've had like you know, various norovirus, like throwing yeah. up illnesses go through our house. And there have been times like where you have 24 or 48 hours where you just feel so horrifically bad from the nausea of one of those diseases. But that like five minutes after you have completely emptied the contents of your stomach is yeah. like... The, it, I don't know why nature does that, gives you that feeling, but that's like a crazy, if they could bottle that and sell it, that would be like the best selling drug of all time because yeah. that's like a crazy good feeling. And yeah, I totally agree with you. And it's, you know what's weird is that when, when my brother and I were kids, 
little kids, mm-hmm. we would get car sick like every trip to Vermont. We would throw up. Yeah, you've given that to our kids. They don't understand it. But, I never but, get car sick. But I mean, we would do it hundred percent of the time. But now our kids don't have that. We, we they don't have that. Maybe when they were little kids, they did. But m- m- me and my brother sometimes still... when we were driving. Uh, well, here's our my son point. Somewhere he here's was saying he got car sick. Yep. Right. He felt sick, but he didn't throw up. But here's my point: mm-hmm. is that uh, we always threw up. So they did when they were younger, more so. My point is this. Okay. When they were younger, that's not that's different than okay. this. Don't let I go. never got let car go sick. Else, don't. Don't stand your ground anymore on this, okay? I'm making a point. <laughs> point is this. Okay. In 1979, we all got car sick, but there were no ticks. Now there's ticks, and fewer people are getting car sick, and there are rabbits everywhere, which we didn't have then either. I'm saying the world is changing, young lady. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Which is why we should reward good behavior when we come to it. And I'm going to mention my brother on this because I think that he deserves some plaudits. Okay. I have a new rule for people when you go out to eat together. Okay. Especially since we were out to eat the other day. What was that place in Maine we were at? Um, We were at the Bull and Claw in Wells, Maine. Okay. Bull and Claw in Wells, Maine. Which was, it's a good family experience restaurant. I liked the food. The best Extant salad bar that I know of. Extant? Extant. Extant. means like existing now. Okay. Do you know of any other salad bars? <laughs> I know ones that exist right now. I don't know of any. It's the best excellent one, I think. <laughs> but here's the but here's the thing. Is that so our waitress was was she was Johnny on the spot with everything. She was into it. She was essentially sprinting from from space to space, taking care of people. So much so that we were a little nervous. We we thought we better be absolutely precise and good here because she is doing eight tables. And yeah, no asking her what her favorite thing on the menu is. Exactly. Today. No effing around. She is. <laughs> but my brother stood, stood solidly, stood his ground, <clears throat> and he asked for during one of her trips <clears throat> Tabasco sauce. Which she was fine. She obliged and got him Tabasco sauce. Mm-hmm. She was a good server. It's a good place. Good food. Yummy. <clears throat> but I think there should be special recognition or a special way to parse the bill if somebody in the party steps up and sacrifices for the group. Mm-hmm. Like the person, like my brother also, here's, here's another thing that he deserves a medal for. He also ordered an extra container of drawn butter, which of course can go on any dish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like liquid gold. I would. I didn't order it. I was. I mean, I would have been scared to order. It. <clears throat> right. He ordered it and then gave me some. So I think, although I think he was essentially stuck with the bill, uh, I would. I think we Venmoed him. Oh, good. That there should be a special appreciation for the person who is the alpha who takes the barbs because sometimes, sometimes a server can be a jerk about it. Right. Who for asking for, and you can be even after the bill sometimes for another thing, another beer, uh, yeah. this condiment, that condiment, a side of something they don't, don't usually give on the side. <clears throat> mm-hmm. That those people, um, those are the people that make the world progress. And they should be uh, thanked especially. I don't think, I don't think that either really you or I, although you're good at. <clears throat> You will uh, 
you won't request stuff, but you will steal it. So Alice Shadow yeah, will go, go to, to the, the host stand. Mm-hmm. And, like, grab, if we haven't been given forks or something, I'll just go get them. But that's because I'm non-confrontational. Like, I would rather just sneak over and grab something than, like, talk to a human about it and try and get them to bring me something. Right. And I have only vindictive uh, strategies when it comes to (laughs) restaurants if I feel that we've been overcharged. Or Do you remember the lady at the, the, um, what was it, the Denny's? The Denny's. The Bickford's? I had this thing where I was I would steal the pen if I thought that. <clears throat> oh, I was at a ninety nine. Yeah, I, 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 if in I thought. Stone th- Yeah, if I thought that I um that we were overcharged or we or, or that it was way too expensive, so I would steal the pen as my momentum memento. This waitress came after you. Came after me. She like followed you to the parking She's lot. She's like, "Do you have the pen? You have the pen? You were using the pen. Do you have the pen? You have the pen?" I was like, "I know. I didn't take the pen. I mean, what do you think I am?" It was pen. like a special pen too. It was like a flexible bendy one. It was just a good pen. It wasn't a yeah. It was a really good pen. And she was like adamant. She had she she could tell. She had a sixth pen sense that I was mm-hmm. uh, in in um possession of the pen. So, she went after me. So, I've now switched that. I no longer take the pen. But I will occasionally um, make temporary um, <clears throat> custody of a ramekin. That's true. Or uh, some other such uh, small device that I find mm-hmm. wonderful. But man. <clears throat> the only time I take a ramekin is if um, if they don't provide, if there's like a to-go box and you're packing up their food and there's like a sauce and they don't provide you with a little cup to put the sauce in. That's called rationalization, Alice. You're <laughs> also a thief. <laughs> Dateline, Cuyahoga County, which I think this is in Arizona, right? <clears throat> no clue, but sure. Uh, we need some help. Cuyahoga County correction staff says bad jail food threatening their safety. Oh, no, it's Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> More bad food. Oh, I should know this. Oh, Alison Bishop, by the way, the stuff arrived. Yes. Yes, and we're gonna have her on soon, and we're gonna Skyline try this stuff chili? as well. Is it is Skyline that, Chili? Is, is, is that what it? she called it? Oh, is it? Yes, it's it from is. Cincinnati. Yes. Dayline Cleveland. More bad food at the Cuyahoga County Jail recently prompted several corrections corporals to demand management action, fearing that if meal service doesn't improve, it could lead inmates to riot, putting the staff's safety at risk. Corporal William Jordan set off the chain of concerns after a particularly bad meal on May 30, where the county's food service provider, Trinity Services Group, served what appeared to be beef and potatoes in a gravy mixture with a side of corn. I'm looking at the picture right now. It doesn't look great. I mean, you could make it rock and roll probably with some cheese and some hot sauce. I'm scared for my life and the life of our officers who are asked to hand out these horrible meals, Jordan wrote in an email shared with the jail administrator, Rhonda Gibson. My prayer is that myself or any of our officers are not assaulted because of these meals. Cleveland.com and the Plain Dealer received copies of the emails and photos from the county through request. Other officers chimed in. Um, David Huster, Corporal David Huster, responded with his own story from breakfast the same morning where he said inmates received cereal, milk, jelly, and a dinner roll. And that doesn't nice- seem that bad, honestly. I don't know. I guess their standards are higher. The the, the, the uh, nineteen years working in food has never been this bad. He told his bosses, "Trinity has failed us, our officers and the inmates." Huster wrote, "There's no way we can look at the service and product that they provide and think that the county is getting their money's worth." 
This needs to be addressed. Man, talk about an uprising. This needs to be addressed and rectified as it as it brings undue stress and tension for all corrects, correction employees and inmates. Wow, this is, just goes on and on. We've gotten away with this horrible practice for long enough, thankfully, without a riot happening. I don't understand. Is it, like, allowed to riot if the food is bad? I guess so. I mean, <laughs> you got to think it's the highlight of the day if you're in the joint, as they call it. Mm-hmm. Right? That's got to be it. Have you ever made a food or made a meal that's made people angry? Um, All the time, because I have kids. So... Oh, yeah, but that's just Our five-year-old is mad at all the food we make. Yes, I hate even sausage, he, I hate bacon, I hate Even eggs, though I hate he bread. eats more of it than anybody else in the house. He eats more than anybody else in the county. <laughs> but he's always angry about it, and we'll let you know. Today, you put pepper on the eggs. Right, it, a trace amount of pepper. <laughs> it was, like, almost tell. invisible, and nope. Yeah, and that's the, the, but these are that, that's political protests. That's not actually well, about the Well, that's how I feel about the jail people, too. Oh, you do? You don't think that there's anything to... But I mean, you're not at like a five-star restaurant. Well, yeah, I guess the idea is that things are supposed to suck. I mean, it's not that it's supposed to suck, but like, what do you... Like, what other amenities do you complain about at the jail? Like, is there not there enough was... privacy in the showers? Like, uh, what else right. do you write about? I don't get Find it. Find the rooms to be small. <laughs> confining. I don't... Like, I don't... It you know it, it is what it is. Like I tell my kids, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. It, it's how it goes. Yeah, but also, I mean, I hopefully somebody somewhere is showing people that you can be resourceful. I mean, I'm sure there's some Parmesan cheese hanging around. I'm sure. There's is that some true? T- Do they have that in jail? I don't know. I don't know. I think you should do a stretch. Maybe for, prob- for stealing probably- the uh, the. Uh, yeah, Plates. I tell the kids all the time, I wish somebody would send me to jail because I think it would be more relaxing than <laughs> dealing with them all the time. Like, I'd have time to read books. It so I so have, great. some of my ingrate friends mm-hmm. have been openly angry at me because I used to make this thing called seafood pasta. Do you remember that? Ocean pasta? Ocean pasta, yeah. Yes. Ocean pasta, which was had nothing to do with the ocean. It was a total flim-flam mm-hmm. job. But we go to parties like big, uh, you know, outdoor barbecues, and I just bring this stuff. It was big. I didn't like it. What were the pastas called? That you got like shell shaped ones. Big shell shaped tubes and things. And it was your classic like gooey. Exactly. Thing. I don't what, like that. Well, I do like it, but I also knew it was a hack job, and some of my friends could tell. So it'd be cheese, it'd be like three cans of cream of mushroom <laughs> soup, salt. It was a. It was, it was a farce. But, um, and so people would get angry at that because they felt that, like the host, our friend Stokey, mm-hmm. would feel that, you know, he had worked so hard on his barbecue. Yeah, like making stuff good food. Yes, yeah, some stuff that had been braised and, and brined and all this stuff, that I was degrading the overall experience of the the thing for everybody. Mm-hmm. Which I think also is, I mean, there's something to it, but... At the same time, I mean, it's pasta with cheese and cream and flour. I mean, What's a, why would anybody have a problem? Come on. We're trying to have a uh, civilization here, Alice. Well, I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name. I hate nostalgia. I still think about you. It's been so long. I'm so lame. I hate nostalgia. 
hope you hate it too. Hope you wonder what am I doing and who I'm pursuing. I hope you think I lead a really exotic life the way I think about you. You probably have a wife, a real job, and you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends out in your backyard. And sometimes think about me.